Welcome to the reading of the story of immortality from the Brahma Kumaris World Spiritual University in London. The story of immortality is the fascinating tale of a seeker whose spiritual journey is woven from the factual truth of who we are, where we're coming from, where we're headed, and what we need to do. Many new points about our spiritual journey will be revealed, so listen with an open mind until the end of the story and see yourself on this journey. It is recommended that you listen in silence and stillness so that your mind is clear and quiet. Today's reading includes the beginning of Chapter 7 and the teachings. Today, you will be able to answer the following six questions. 1. When you remember the Supreme Father, what happens? 2. What are some of the things you can do that will help you make right choices and create a fortunate future for yourself? 3. What is Srimat? What does it mean to follow Srimat? Four, what happens as a result of following Srimat? Five, what causes you to experience sorrow? Is it also caused through the Supreme Father? Six. Why are you given Srimat? Chapter seven. Srimat, a spiritual way of living. On the day of your next lesson, you're drawn to go for a walk beyond the parts of this vast field where you have been before. It is an exquisite morning and you appreciate having some time to reflect on the many things you are learning in this secret school to which you have magically been admitted. Your thoughts go to your beloved father and teacher and the patience and love with which he has been teaching you. It is hard to imagine the time before you found him, the time on the other side of the mysterious door 
when you stumbled in confusion along a path that seemed to lead nowhere. Your thoughts are interrupted by finding yourself at a gateway. The beautiful gate is partway open, inviting you to enter. You step towards it, intrigued. You don't recall seeing anything quite like this before. On either side of the gate are very high hedges, beautiful, but as thick as a wall and stretching out of sight in both directions. It is impossible to see through this leafy green wall or to see over it. So you push the gate open further and walk through. You feel as if you are in a long hallway of sorts, with one path going off to the left, one going off to the right, and a third continuing directly ahead before it takes a sharp turn. You decide to take the path to the right. It is so beautiful. It is as if there is a garden within this garden running along the path. You hear a symphony of bird songs overhead and the air is filled with butterflies and wonderful dragonflies. The air is heavy with the fragrance of the flowers that are twining through the hedge wall. You begin to pick a few flowers to take to your father, your teacher. The path has taken a few turns when suddenly you seem to be at another choice point, left or right. You pause and then turn to the left. You take a few steps down the path. Perhaps if you just peer ahead, you can figure out which of these offers the best way forward. Those few steps put you at another choice point, left or right again. You begin to feel nervous. You retrace your steps to the previous choice point and go to the right. There, that seems better. A straight path that goes around a bend and then another choice point. You're no longer thinking about how beautiful this pathway is. It must be getting close to the time for your lesson and you are not exactly sure of which path is the way out. You haven't felt this disoriented since you were stumbling along on the other side of the door. Your heart is beginning to pound. You try to retrace your steps, but realize that you're seeing a part of this path you haven't seen before. You are sure there were not thorn bushes like these on the path you came from. You stop in your tracks 
and let the flowers you have been gathering drop. You can hear footsteps. Someone is here. You turn around and see your father, your teacher, and in this moment, your guide coming towards you. He's moving more quickly than you have seen him walk before, and his arms are outstretched. You run to him, and he wraps his arms around you. You heave an immense sigh of relief. He asks you how you ended up in this maze, and assures you that you are safe now. He is with you. He asks if this path feels like the confusing journey you were on in the old world you came from. How does he know your exact thoughts? And do you remember the question you had then? Did you find him or did he find you? Clearly this time at least, he found you. He takes you by the hand and leads you confidently forward, choosing quickly at a myriad of choice points. In a few minutes, the path, which had been so daunting just moments before, opens out onto a long meadow flooded with light. In the middle of the meadow is a shimmering lake. He leads you to the edge of the lake where there are two chairs and between them a table on which is sitting a beautiful bottle filled with a golden nectar. He invites you to sit down. Your breathing has quieted now. You are no longer anxious because he is with you. He lifts the bottle, removes the stopper, and pours you a small glass of the nectar. He sets the bottle down and tells you that you don't ever need to feel lost and confused again. This is the magic agent that can dissipate the clouds of illusion and the despair created by the forces of Maya and Ravan. It is the life-giving nectar. It is man-man above, he says. You remember that he has told you about the magical agent before, man-man above. You lift the glass to your lips and drink some of this nectar. It tastes sweet and as it flows down your throat, you feel it is taking all darkness and confusion away. You set the glass down and look up. He's no longer sitting but is now standing in front of you, looking intently into your eyes. 
The life-giving nectar, he tells you, is available to you in all moments. When you remove the focus of your thoughts from everything else and place your mind on him, he will appear in front of you. You will never have to be confused at any of the choice points along a path again. Remember him, he tells you, and he will appear to guide you forward. And if you always remember him, you will never be alone. But there are other things you can do that will help you make the right choices and create a fortunate future for yourself, he tells you. The food and atmosphere of the Iron Age have become poisoned. If you are to reclaim your sovereignty and are to dwell in the elevated golden age, you must begin to purify yourself. This requires great care. You must pay close attention to what you eat and drink. As you prepare your food, place your thoughts on Him so your pure loving thoughts flow into the food. Keep your home and your physical body clean and keep your thoughts filled with love, respect and good wishes. Above all, he tells you, remember to use the magical agent he has given you, that is, man man above. Be mine with your mind. Teachings Godly directions are spiritual notes that create music in your life. Godly directions are called Srimat, that is, elevated directions. Srimat comes from the spiritual father for the spiritual children. To follow Srimat means to bring spirituality into every action. To follow Srimat is to see the path clearly and to show the path to others. The Father is the bestower of happiness and the remover of sorrow. He shows you the path to happiness. As you walk this path, always have the awareness that you have the support of the Father's hand of Srimat and his company of cooperation. This hand and company should never be removed. This hand can only be removed when you become weak. Even one weakness can become an obstacle. Just as I have promised you, 
I am with you whenever you remember me. In the same way, Maya, in the form of obstacles, is present whenever there is weakness. When you keep courage and remember God, you receive multimillion-fold help in every step. Because of love, I am now at every moment, under every circumstance, your guide. As your guide, I tell you what to do. And as an observer, I observe what you do. I give you Srimat, and you should therefore understand it fully. It is through Srimat that the whole world, including the elements, become elevated. The accumulation of wrong actions in the soul results in your experiencing many difficulties. Children receive sorrow through their wrong actions and activities. It is not that sorrow is caused by the father. I would never cause my children sorrow. I cannot grant sorrow. I am constantly the bestower of happiness. I am now making you very happy. I say, follow Srimat. On this path of knowledge, the laws, the directions, are very strict. I explain the laws and I say, Children, remain cautious. However, to follow my directions is a matter of happiness, not of compulsion. You receive Srimat in order to benefit the self. It is remembered that the unlimited Father is the benevolent one and he comes and benefits everyone. He shows you different methods for this. Just as you are taking benefit, you have to benefit others. Every one of my children should become benevolent. You now understand that you are becoming the most elevated of all. I am giving you such elevated directions. You are following my directions and are changing from an ordinary human being into an elevated being. Become fearless in following my directions. What is there to be afraid of? Take Srimat from the Father while living your life in this world. Whose Srimat is it? Who gives it? You now understand 
that I come only once in the cycle to give you Srimat. It is at this auspicious confluence age, the meeting of the path of ignorance and the path of enlightenment, that I guide you. I come and change the whole world through this guidance. I am making your intellect divine with the power to discern truth from falsehood. Do listen next week for the continuation of the seeker's journey. Om Shanti, which means I am a peaceful soul. And so I acknowledge all listeners too as peaceful souls. Om Shanti.